Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Two years ago, the Northern Irish economy had a productivity growth rate of roughly the same as the Republic of Ireland. Now, in 2022, according to a new report from the ESRI, productivity in the South is 40% higher than that of our neighbours north of the ball border and it's all part of the Shared Island initiative from the Taoiseach's office and it's written by Adele Bergen from ESRI who's on the line. Good morning Adele. Good morning Joe. Can we start with the productivity Adele? Um, How do we measure productivity? Sure so at an aggregate level we measure um, uh, productivity in terms of output per worker so the the, the amount of output that, that, that each worker produces. So um, examining trends at the level of the economy, uh, we find that productivity levels in the two regions were broadly equivalent in 2000. But then, as you've you've already pointed out, productivity levels in Ireland um, over time have been trending slightly upwards. Productivity has been growing by around 0.2% per annum, while in Northern Ireland, productivity levels have been trending downwards. Productivity has actually been falling by around 1.2% per annum. So essentially a quite large uh, gap um, in in productivity north-south has emerged over time, so that by 2020, productivity per worker was around 40% higher in in Ireland than than in in, in Northern Ireland. What do you put that um, down to? What do you put the productivity gap and the and the yawning gap that is developing down to? Yeah. So what what we do is we go on to formally model the determinants of of productivity and the key drivers of productivity in both jurisdictions. And so for looking first at, at Irish productivity, um, what we find is that the, the range of factors that drive Irish productivity are around uh, education, investment and export intensity. And this is probably exactly what you would expect. So, for example, um, our work shows that sectoral productivity in Ireland increases with the employment share of, of educated workers and, and the levels of investment. So um, if you have a 1% increase in the share of graduates, uh, this generates a 1% increase in sectoral productivity um, and and, and so on. And this is probably exactly what you would expect uh, for for Ireland. Um, However, despite using the the kind of comparable data sources and the same estimation methods, we don't find uh, evidence of a relationship between the range of factors captured in our model around education, investment, exports and so on and, and Northern Ireland productivity. So we don't show we don't find significant results for the usual drivers of productivity in, in our models for, for Northern Ireland and, uh, and 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 this is concerning and that there's no obvious explanation um for the absence of this relationship between productivity in Northern Ireland and factors such as education, uh, investment and, and exports and so on. The state sector so, the state sector in Northern Ireland is huge, as in the involvement of the state in, in all parts of the economy is much bigger in Northern Ireland than it is in Northern Ireland. I wonder whether that plays a role. Um, it, it could do. So uh, it is possible that potential explanations that, that might explain the, the, the gap could relate to uh, the, the uh, or the, the, the lack of the, the link between uh, the sort of key drivers of productivity and, and, um, and, and what drives productivity in Northern Ireland could relate to the a range of factors, including like the, the impact of the troubles, 
the historical reliance on public sector employment, as you pointed out, the, the fact that the northern economy is relatively closed in terms of international trade, um, it's kind of peripherality uh, or, or more limited results from, from regional policy. But what we do find is that um, if we try to look at the extent to which differences in productivity between the two jurisdictions might be explained by differences in, in differences in the amount of factors like educated workers or investment, um, uh, uh, the differences in these factors that should ultimately determine productivity. Mm. And, and what we find then is that the observed gap uh, can be explained by differences in, 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 in investment and in uh, labour market related endowments. So in particular, uh, the proportion of, of workers educated to post-secondary level in Northern Ireland. So our research points to the need to expand um, investment and to improve skills in Northern Ireland, particularly at the post-secondary level. But, um, you know... Final question. It, 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 uh, yeah. Just, just to uh, wind up the subject, what's the purpose of doing this report, especially if Northern Irish unionists won't engage with it or even consider it? Well, no, I mean, I suppose overall that this research is, is there's very little north-south comparative research. Um, and I suppose if, if we want to, you know, we all share a small island um, and if we, we, we need to understand that there may be scope for us to cooperate better or to coordinate on, on, on certain aspects. So I, I suppose the idea is, is that what we're trying to do is to add to the evidence base of, of how the... Um, Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Northern and Southern economies compare. All right. Well, Adele, thank you very much for coming on the show and explaining that to us. That's Adele Bergen from the ESRI.